Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Tuesday, October 27th. S&P futures are about unchanged. They had a mild bid earlier. They're up about five to six points. They've faded a bit. They're now flat. Uh, NASDAQ futures are doing a little bit better, up about 20 points. That's about 20 basis points. In Europe, the major indices were briefly in the green when the markets opened there, but they've since faded a decent amount. So Europe is now down about 70 to 80 basis points overall. You're seeing selling pressure in autos, basic industry, and insurance. Banks are trading well, um, and tech is rebounding after being demolished on Monday. Asia was more mixed. Asia definitely traded better than one would have thought based on what Europe and the US did on yesterday. Um, so just kind of going through the news today, I think the big focus is on just micro items for this morning. So obviously on on Monday, the two big themes in the market, the main drivers behind the selling pressure were the incremental COVID mitigation steps unveiled by Italy and Spain on Sunday, as well as the SAP earnings report and guidance cut, along with the fact that SAP cited the COVID mitigation actions being taken throughout Europe as one of the main factors behind their reduced guidance outlook. So those are the two big catalysts behind the selling pressure yesterday. This morning out of Europe, the earnings were decent. So British Petroleum BP, Capgemini, HSBC, Novartis, Santander were the big earnings reports. All of them were either outright strong or certainly better than I think feared. Um, and those stocks were rallying in the morning, although you again, similar to what you've seen for Europe overall, they faded a bit off of their initial highs. Um, on the COVID mitigation front, again, you are seeing governments announce steps that are that are intended to combat transmission of the virus. They are avoiding the wholesale lockdown actions from March and April, but there certainly is a concern that these steps in aggregate will weigh on growth in Q4 and into 2021. So far, that has not been borne out in economic data. That has not been borne out in management commentary either. So SAP at the moment is an anomaly, um, you know, someone in a minority as far as being quite cautious on the outlook. Most of what we've heard from uh, companies in the US as well as in Europe um, were more sanguine just in terms of the operating environment and the trends they're seeing. Huge rebound in Q3 versus Q2. Um, you know, certainly, certainly a lot of risk and uncertainty on the horizon. But um, again, I think SAP, for the most part, from what we've heard from managed from companies, is an anomaly. Um, but those are definitely two big themes that people are watching going forward. So, um, in looking at macro news for Tuesday specifically, there are reports that Germany on tomorrow on Wednesday will be announcing um, its own set of again incremental steps aimed at combating the virus. Again, these are very targeted. They are looking at um, you know reducing activity in the highest risk areas, bars, restaurants, etc. Um, but I think people are just especially sensitive to those types of headlines at the moment. Um, otherwise, there's really not much else to talk about that's incremental as far as macro is concerned. So you're still seeing COVID cases surge throughout Europe and the US. You are seeing hospitalizations and fatalities tick up. Remember, there's usually a lag. Uh, about two weeks after you start to see cases surge is when you start to see hospitalizations rise. Um, and then about a couple of weeks after that, you start to see fatalities tick up as well. The numbers are much better. Those latter two statistics as far as fatalities and hospitalizations are much better than they were back in March and April. But you are seeing the numbers increase again. Um, so that is still taking place. As far as therapeutic and vaccine news is concerned, on the vaccine front, remember, all the four major candidates are now, the trials are underway. So you got AstraZeneca, Johnson, Johnson back on track on Friday. Santin, I'm sorry, Pfizer, BNTX um, remains the front runner as far as having phase three data out. They have said that they could have news out as soon as the end of, uh, by the end of October, which means within the next few days, they could say something in terms of efficacy and safety 
uh, on a preliminary basis from that trial. Pfizer does report earnings this morning. Um, I believe that this, you know, I believe that they are going to keep earnings in this vaccine uh, relatively separate. So I don't think they're going to have um, major update out this morning. There are a bunch of drone companies that are out with earnings this morning. Um, but again, I think investors obviously are very, um, very eager to see anything out from these trials as far as uh, vaccine efficacy and Pfizer remains the front runner on that front. Um, but again, no major news out um, overnight. There were a couple. There were a couple of items out. Just there was a study about the duration of antibodies in the human body um, after after infection, and then a Lilly monoclonal antibody trial was halted after it proved to be um, ineffective. But again, that was testing the monoclonal antibodies in patients that were already hospitalized with COVID. Um, I think it's already kind of assumed that the monoclonal antibodies are quite effective if they're given very early in uh, the infection, not late in the process. Um, on the political front, nothing really all that incremental to talk about. Biden's national lead is still up around eight points. It's, it's held there. Um, you know, it's tightened a little bit. There was a Rasmussen poll out yesterday during trading that had Trump up one point nationally. That skewed the Biden average down a little bit. All the other national polls have Biden up anywhere between seven and 11 points. Um, again, I think you know people are certainly monitoring to see how things go over the coming week before election day. Um, you know, It's still a much different race than it was in 2016. Biden's lead is much larger. It's much more durable. Of course, anything can happen. Um, but you know, again, I think if the, if the race were held today, and it is being held today, again, the early polling numbers are astounding. You're setting fresh records. You could see 90 to 100 million votes occur before November 3rd, based on the current trajectory. So, you know, the, the race is underway already. Um, and Biden, again, remains the front runner um, and is on track to win based on all the data that we've seen at the moment. Um, his battleground lead remains about four points. He continues to do very well in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Those are going to be crucial states. Trump has to win Pennsylvania. Um, there's really not a credible path to 270 electoral votes without Pennsylvania for him. Um, he has to win Florida as well. So, Florida is very close, but Pennsylvania, you know, again, Biden has a, has a rel relatively healthy lead based on a variety of different polls. The Senate outcome is certainly less clear than the White House. Democrats have an edge, not an overwhelming one by any means. Um, and so I think that is still the big area of uncertainty is kind of what happens in the Senate. And that will also dictate what occurs on the stimulus front. So again, nothing is happening on stimulus before the election. I don't know why talks are even still taking place, but investors can ignore all the headlines about the negotiations. Um, there will be further incremental fiscal stimulus, but it will not happen until both sides see what happens uh, with the election. So that is, again, just a week away. Um, so that is essentially everything for this morning. Like I said, I think generally a, a brighter uh, morning of earnings out of Europe compared to yesterday, but you are not seeing that really occur as far as you're not seeing that translate into higher stock prices. Like I said, Europe opened higher, it's since faded, um, and you're seeing the US futures fade a little bit as well. Looking into the session, uh, the U.S. session for Tuesday, the focus will stay on earnings in terms of scheduled news. So the big reports out in the morning, um, again, are going to include, like I said before, uh, drug companies, including Pfizer, Merck, and Eli Lilly. You are, Caterpillar will also have earnings out. That will be in focus. Uh, Corning, JetBlue, are just some of them. That, again, there are a lot out this morning. Uh, Raytheon will be another big one. And then after the close, AMD and Microsoft are the main highlights. So I think Microsoft in particular will be watched very closely. 
um, just to see if it either confirms or refutes some of the SAP commentary about the outlook for um, you know enterprise tech demand. So that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.